Okay, three, two, one, clap. Amazing. Hello and welcome to, I would say, the most technically difficult record of Free to a Good Home we've ever done. That's untrue. Uh, we did one where we had to escape the Matrix. Oh, that is true. Yeah, <laughs> that was, there was there was that one that was where you and I were forced. Yes. Uh, my name is Michael Hing and I'm joined by Ben Jenkins, as always. And mm-hmm. our special guest this week mm-hmm. is a person who uh, we bloody love. Mm-hmm. Um, we love to work with her. We love to spend time with her family. Mm-hmm. We love... To grow old with her, it's mm-hmm. Alex Lee. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad you've already written uh, our friendship vows, Michael. That was beautiful. Yeah, that was oh, really nice. I think quarantine um, has softened you, Michael. Yeah. Oh, I've Cuck. definitely got... <laughs> I've definitely got cabin fever. Speaking of, so we're, li- we're recording this for our three separate houses because yep. uh, obviously we're trying to socially isolate and stuff. Did you guys see... This story about Wayne Brady, the comedian. No, Wait, is this, this the guy from Whose Line? Yeah, I don't know if that came up on the microphone, but I literally—that was just me, like playing the drums on my tummy with joy at remembering <laughs> what, what that happened? story. Okay, so this is a very famous, very talented comedian, Wayne Brady. Uh huh. Has been self-isolating, obviously trying to do the responsible thing, um, and he's been self-isolating in his giant mansion house with both his ex-wife. And her new boyfriend. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Oh, fuck. Why did you sing about it? <laughs> oh, that's grim. And, I mean, part of me really feels for him because I think there's, I think there's a, there's a, there's a daughter, I think, or, or a child of some sort that they're trying to share custody of, and this mm-hmm. was like the easiest way for them to do it. And also, he's got a giant mansion, so like presumably they don't actually have to spend, you know, sure. not in close quarters together or whatever. But um, it's uh, like the, fu- the, the the immediate funny thing is Wayne Brady obviously being cucked all the time, whatever. But yeah. then imagine being the new boyfriend like that. That must be super weird. That's that to me is the most interesting. Not thing if you're about a complete that. jerk about it. I think if you, <laughs> I think that's the only way to not make it weird, right? <laughs> to be like morning Wade, oh, smooch, 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 smooch. <laughs> <laughs> I literally say doing like a full dip kiss yeah. every morning and saying smooch directly into her mouth so it kind of echoes down her throat. Oh yeah. Oh, um, I think it's also like very funny because I think the funniest person to get like kind of turbo cucked like that is an improv comedian. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, well, this is a podcast where we go through the week's classifieds and find the best and worst <laughs> things to talk about. And uh, yeah, I, I guess I guess. The, the aim of us in this time is to offer some sort of non-coronavirus uh, content for you all. I mean, we um, can't... I said to a friend last night, like, we're just going to record a free to a good home, but we're not going to mention corona. And they were like, that will be so fucking eerie. You can't do that. <laughs> that will be like a... That will put people in a disassociative state. Or they'll just think oh. you found an old episode. <laughs> so, can I, can I, just before we get into the actual classifieds, that, that's a weird thing that I've kind of been going through. Is because I think maybe since the last time we did an episode, I've started a new job on a radio show. And yeah. for the first couple of days of the coronavirus semi-lockdown, uh, it was a really weird tone because everyone wanted us to kind of keep spirits up. And people were texting in being like, hey, just need a bit of an escape from coronavirus. Just talk about anything but coronavirus. And we we're like, oh, sure, we'll do that. But then as we kept doing it for longer and longer, it became weirder and weirder to not talk about this global pandemic. 
And then there was a moment where I realized this is a scene in a film. Like, you know, in the zombie film where the zombies take over and then they cut to like the shitty DJs at a radio station and be like, everything's fine. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. Yes. I was like, oh no. <laughs> anyway, so now all we do is grim coronavirus talk back. <laughs> where are people listening uh, from? Because I imagine a lot of people do it like driving to and from work and stuff like that. So have they told you they're just like tuning into the old wireless in their lounge room or... Uh, well, Alex, because the people who listen to Triple J aren't 400 years old, uh, there's an app on their phone they can use to listen to the show. Yeah, but they just sit in their lounge room and listen to the radio. Yeah, that is, yeah, that is very much yeah. like depression. People love now. it. I've been feeling a lot. Like Everybody's making these comparisons <laughs> like, oh, this feels like a movie, this feels or whatever. It feels to me a lot like how I imagine the depression was. I walked into the kitchen the other day and my son was just playing with two onions. Just like sitting on the floor <laughs> and playing with two onions, and he was wearing overalls at the time. <laughs> Are you bathing him in a barrel yet? Uh, I, that's been a long time. Like it's a, that's been a real parenting stretch goal. So, do you know what? It, it's more of a Jenkins family. Do tradition. you know what I have been doing, which has sucked? Um, I've been like using this time to do some DIY stuff because this whole thing has has coincided with. Um, me and Anya buying a house and like one of the mm. things that like I said with a lot of bravado when we bought it was like this is gonna be so good because like we can finally do all this stuff that like a landlord wouldn't let us do like I could like put holes in the wall and like you know like actually build stuff and like I don't know I don't know fucking shit about that I just oh I don't know why but I now you've I- talked to big games so you sort of like you've been painted into a corner so let me tell ways. you like <laughs> the thing that I the thing that I have currently fucked up to the point where, like, I think after this is all over, I'm going to have to get someone in to fix what I've done. Is like, the most rudimentary <laughs> thing you can do DIY. I tried to put picture hooks in the wall. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> like, like, literally, I was, like, I was like, oh, I'm so sick of, like, having to, like, stick... I'm so sick of, like, you know, having to stick this stuff to the wall like some sort of wall cuck. I'm going to, like, put proper studs in the wall and hang mirrors and stuff. I now have three holes in our bedroom wall all of which are about the diameter of I kid you not like a 10 cent piece (laughs) (laughs) now I don't actually know the right way to do it but I'm sure a lot of your listeners would and they would get great joy in hearing the process that you took (laughs) to get this 10 centimetre coin in yours can you just go step by step and maybe they'll be able to tell you where exactly you went wrong I'm imagining, like, you just, like, getting a hammer and closing your eyes. So first of all, I borrowed a drill from friend of the podcast, Zoe Norton Lodge's dad, who lives up the road from us. And he was like, do you know how to do this? He said this without any judgment. Like, you both know him. He's a lovely man. And he didn't make me feel weird about it. He was like, do you know how to do this? And I took that so badly. (laughs) I don't know why. There is no shame in being like, well, actually, Paul, I've rented my entire life, so I don't know how to do this. Um, could you tell me how to do it? Uh, but I was like, yee! <laughs> yeah. it was like, Instead, you were like, yes, sir, I was born with the knowledge. <laughs> Intrinsic in my memory. What's happening? Like, right, because there are drill bits there that are for masonry and that are for wood. Gimme, 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 gimme. Hard cut to Ben packing his wall with dynamite and lighting a fuse, Wiley Coyote style. So I got it and I immediately used the wrong drill bit. Like, that was the first thing I immediately, straight out of the gate. I used the wrong drill bit, and it was so clear that I had. Um, was Anya watching on while this was happening? 
or, yeah, or, or being, better yet, was your was your son watching on and seeing his father really both fucking of up? them were watching on. <laughs> and, and Anya was being so good about it because before I did it, Anya was like, "Do you know how to do this?" Gaina, it's like so she could tell that it was like a really kind of pointless sore spot. And so then I started, I don't know, fucking know. Basically, all we need to imagine, right, is <laughs> just me hitting the drill a number of times and every time slightly louder saying, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Maybe if I keep going, the hole will get smaller. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. I was like, but my thinking was, this is a fucking, this drill bit isn't getting any bigger. Like, it's not swelling. So I just should keep drilling. And because the the issue was I wasn't getting the depth I needed. And I was like, there's no logical reason why it should be making the hole bigger just because I'm trying to drill deeper. Right. But of course, I was hitting the sides as I was sort of doing it. And the wall was crumbling around. Anyway, it's a around. fucking disaster. <laughs> and I, do, I, don't, I, I'm, I regret bringing it but up. But you've got some lovely glory holes. Now. <laughs> <laughs> How does one fix a, a hole in the wall? Do you... Do you, you, get, I mean, you fucking swallow your pride and you get Zoe's dad to come round with some plaster. <laughs> right, right. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, this is, the, this is the podcast where we go through the week's classifiers and find the best and worst things to talk about. And uh, Ben, uh, I think you mm-hmm. had one you wanted to start us off with. Hmm. Just you're eating an. Did you, you choose this moment to? <laughs> you eating an apple? Crunch then? an apple? Did you mm-hmm. just bite into an apple as I threw to you? <laughs> In fairness, I thought you'd talk for longer and that I could sort of maybe edit it out because one of the great things about <laughs> one of the great things about remote recording is there's no bleed at all, so I can, if I so choose, which I won't, um, edit out all my crunching if I'm not talking. Oh, that'll just sound like I'm accusing you. Yeah, evident, but without evidence of eating an apple. But I won't on the be podcast. doing that because I'm very lazy. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I got one. I got, I've got a COVID nineteen themed one, sort of, or it's a quarantine themed one. Oh, this okay. is from, this is from a real untapped. We use it, we use it sometimes, and I want to use it more. This is from Ozbargain, which is um, basically like a place that people go to complain about KFC vouchers expiring. That is essentially, it's like the hub where people, but it, like nominally it's like, oh, hey, JB Hi-Fi has an amazing deal on AirPods, but they only have like a hundred and Ozbargain gets it first or whatever. But it's like, it's just where a bunch of kooks hang out. Al, remember when we were working on the checkout and like, I'd say 90% of the tip-offs we got from the public were just fucking insane. This is where yeah, they gather. Yeah. You found where they hung out. So it's like since that since that show went off the air as well, (laughs) an outlet needed to be found. (laughs) But the interesting thing about this is this isn't actually a search for a bargain or complaining about a product. This is more of a community post. (laughs) But I just want you to okay. So this is short and sweet. It was posted by Deal Lover. and it oh actually it was pronounced by deal over which makes me think that maybe deal oh. lover was taken i would imagine that was one of the first usernames taken on Ozbargain. Mm. um so this is um this is from no this is from the general section on uh, Ozbargain, and it goes like this alarm when someone speaks loud in a house to help me survive house sharing this was posted 2 days ago <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, 
<laughs> you don't need to say anything else. <laughs> Hi. I, I house share with people who speak loud and, and just requesting to speak low is not working. Hence, I was wondering if someone knew about a device that plays an alarm or something to give the hint to speak at a low volume. Isn't this one of the very cruel devices that they have for dogs? Yeah, it's a bark collar, isn't it? You just need to get a bark collar for all of your housemates. I just feel like this wow. is one of those situations where the cure might be worse than the disease. <laughs> <laughs> because also, if you've got multiple housemates and they're both wearing the alarm collar that sets off yeah. an alarm that presumably has to be loud enough to frighten the person to stop speaking, presumably it's, then that alarm would be loud enough to set off the other alarm, which in turn would be set off the first alarm. Just constant alarm. <laughs> yeah. That's boop, true. Boop, boop, boop. What you need to do to stop to break that feedback uh, loop finally. is to get one alarm that one that does the alarm, and then you can get dog collars that we had for our dog that instead of setting off alarm, just sprays them in the face with some citrus. <laughs> so one person has the beep, and the other person has the citrus, and I think that's fine. Problem was, our dog actually quite liked it, so it was like, we literally just trained it to bark a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Ugh. in the comments There are some suggestions mm-hmm. um, oh, good. Somebody suggested uh, a, a device that basically does just that um, <laughs> The problem with this is that it will trigger At any noise so not just shouty flatmates It'll become a fun game for the flatmates To see what noises around the house Will trigger it <laughs> I mean, that's possible, man But like, it sounds like your housemates just fucking hate you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think that an alarm... Do you think, like, this alarm device is meant to take the place of a conversation? Or do you think there's been no conversation at all? Like, do you think, do you think they've already had a terse chat where they're like, hey, no, please no. don't do that? Or do you he, did, he did say asking... Yeah, he said requesting to speak low is not working. Right, okay, okay. Uh, so he's got out and said, hey, can you guys please... Um, do you just mind keeping your voices down a little bit? And they've gone, no. <laughs> and he's like, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> but now he's hoping that next time they talk, that they will somehow be amenable to it. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. You are. Sorry, mate. We'll keep it down. No worries. If they won't respect me as a human being. who Maybe they'll it, respect <laughs> the alarm. <laughs> but also, what do you get? Are you going to like fucking bolt it to the wall so they can't get rid of it? Because if you do, make sure you use the correct drill bit. Otherwise... <laughs> oh, dear. Um, oh, fucking hell. It is like, I think this, this thing, everyone being locked down, is really going to affect people who live in share houses. Mm. Like... You know, because normally it's sort of manageable because you're in and out of the house at different times or the terrible one is at their terrible mm-hmm, boyfriend's mm-hmm. house. But, like, they're all... It's... it's Yeah, this is going to come up. I mean, you know, this guy could make <laughs> a lot of money. That's all I'm saying. Can I share a different one with you guys? Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd appreciate it if it wasn't the same one I just did. <laughs> uh, this one is taken from Gumtree in the Scarborough area of uh, Western Australia. It's under Antiques, Art and Collectibles. And uh, the ad ID, if you want to know, if you want to look it up yourself, is uh, 12442154440. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's a, a picture of some knives and forks 
You can see right there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's called uh, WW2 mm-hmm. Schutzaffel Cutlery Set. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> $2,000 negotiable. Okay. <laughs> the ad reads as such. World War Two Nazi <laughs> Schutzstaffel cutlery set. Oh, goodness. Consists- I'm just looking at that photograph. <laughs> yeah, I just Consists pulled it up. Six forks. Sorry, six Hoiki knives. Six forks. Items are in good condition. <laughs> Box they live in now is in poor condition. Brand is Veltner. Purchased these years ago from a Kurdish military antiques collector while working in Istanbul. $2,000 or nearest offer. Uh, now, look, we've on the podcast before talked about um, Nazi memorabilia. Often it's sort of medals or mm-hmm. um, occasionally like weaponry from the era for World War II enthusiasts. Yeah, swords this, and, thing, and the like. Yeah, this is just a knife and fork set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't even like, you don't even have the excuse of being like, well, I'm just a military enthusiast and, and these this kind of bayonet was only used by the Nazis and blah, blah, blah. It's <laughs> yeah, the, exactly. It's just, you can't be, uh, best case, best case, you can be like, I'm just super into cutlery and this just happens to be <laughs> an example of a certain style of cutlery they only made in these years. And yes, it's regrettable that it literally has SS insignia on it. Well, why do you have no other cutlery? I'm starting my collection. Well, why are you starting it with Nazi forms? <laughs> I mean, you don't, what would you do yeah. if you went to someone's house mm-hmm. and, like, a, a, a friend's house, and this was the cutlery they were using? Like, like because, like, first of all, would you even, if you picked this up, would you realise it was Nazi cutlery? Because there's no swastikas on it, but there is definitely some lightning bolt-shaped SSs on it. It's which, very distinctive. Which... It's very few people, Michael, <laughs> have used branding like that since... <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, they had good copyright lawyers, the Nazis. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's really down to the Nazis' um, incredible fastidiousness with IP. But they're, <laughs> they're like Disney in that respect. Yeah, also, in the respect that Walt Disney was a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think there would be visible and palpable evil vibes coming off that cutlery. Like I reckon it would hum with yeah. an energy, a dark energy that you'd be like, oh, <laughs> this is going to make my yeah, steak no taste good. weird. Yeah. What's the weirdest thing you could eat with Nazi forks? Like, well, I was, <laughs> I was thinking that, you know, that um, very menacing scene in the, in Tarantino's Nazi film. Inglorious um, Bastards, yeah. Inglorious Bastards, where what the, are you eating the now, Nazi's ben? eating an apple pie. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, what are you eating now? It's Sorry, same apple. sound. Same apple. It's a bit still more apple. Same apple, but the softer bit. Oh. Before I was crunching through the skin, and now I'm at okay. the at the juicy flesh. Oh, good. You're suckling at the flesh of the apple. No, I, I was going to say Sorry. that. Uh, yeah, in, in Glorious Bastards, <laughs> the uh, Ben. What was that? It was a can of Solo. <laughs> in the, in the, in the in the in the Inglorious Bastards film where um, the 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 Nazi captain or whatever is eating the apple pie. I think I feel like strudel. Yes. Um, the strudel, sorry. I mean, that's that's one of the that's a very menacing scene. Well, that actually, um, the incongruity there isn't there, right? Because he's a Nazi, you expect him to have Nazi forks. Like that's the like I'd say I'd say right. I'd say I branded see. forks are the least objectionable thing about that character. You know what I mean? Like nobody's like, and he used a Nazi fork. Like, if anybody's going to use a Nazi <laughs> like fork, that sort of a very Nazi- undergraduate thing that happens on occasion <laughs> where people say, well, actually, like people try and mount a defense of. Hitler or whatever mm-hmm. in a very undergraduate way by saying like well he built a lot of roads and he started a lot of co- you know, like, mm-hmm. like that yeah. like kind of mm-hmm. bullshit thing 
do you think anyone's out there being like, well, actually, the Nazis had really good cutlery? And two thousand dollars though does suggest there is a market for this. Yeah, for twelve items, for six knives and six forks, that's, that, that's run those $2, numbers thousand dollars. Uh, that's what over. That's almost two hundred dollars. It's it's like one hundred and sixty dollars each or something. That's wild. Each. Mm. No, it's good. What if they like? What if you use them and they, you know, they just sliced through every single food surface perfectly. They just, you know, is perfectly weighted. That, that would be the fear. Satisfying. That would be the absolute fear, wouldn't it? I mean, that would be the worry, wouldn't it? I mean, you'd be hovering, your fingers would be hovering over the cutlery drawer and you'd want to go for them. Because, I mean, German craftsmanship, you know, I mean, like that would would be, and you could sand off, you could sand off the, the SS stuff, I guess. Although I guess if part of it is the is is how well weighted it is. That's true. I mean, even the even the, That's even the true. smallest change. They've got you. Hey, Al, do you have one for us? Yes. Uh, yes. Here is one from me. Uh, this one's from the Craigslist in Melbourne. Hello, Melbourne. And it's under TV, film, video, radio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, get paid to use human toilet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so a job opportunity. Now, hang on. This could just be like a human toilet, like the toilet that we have. Oh, as opposed to like, right. <laughs> as opposed to like a dog toilet. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you say that I'm just gonna just gonna uh, pop off to the human toilet? I mean, I do. I, it's it's good for. I think clarity is good at all points. Um, I really hope that's what it is. Let's let's well, read I'll on. Keep reading. Okay. Looking for a girl, still fine to come round, mm-hmm. or me to her, and spit on my face for a bit. Then have me lie back and have you pee slash fart slash maybe shit on my face. (laughs) No touching wanted or required. Nothing overtly sexual. Well, won't (laughs) won't have penis out. Which has got to be one of the most beautiful phrases in the English. I mean, what a delight to hear! What a relief to hear. That's the. Let me know if this interests you. <laughs> That's the new yours sincerely. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And then okay, so I thought this was just gonna be like he really just wants the full toilet experience. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> then the next line surprised uh-huh. me. Meaner you are, the better. Oh, okay. So the <laughs> the degradation isn't just physical; it has to be mental as well. This also suggests yeah. that there is a nice way to shit on someone. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Oh my god, I am so. Let me get you some a chuck swipe or kind of. Oh my god. <laughs> you can see how I made the mistake. <laughs> when you said human toilet, I thought. Human- <laughs> Oh. Body shape and age are relevant. Please no men. Rate negotiable based on what we both oh, think that's is nice. fair. No time wasters, <laughs> yeah, please. That's for a 23-year-old male. It's part-time employment. And look, you know, times <laughs> are tough. In this economy. I mean, look, here's the thing, right? you got to <laughs> shit and piss. Mm. Like, you just got to. You, like, you're In going respect, to, regardless shit and piss of... Is, it's really a seller's market out there, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Does it really matter where you do it? Like whether you do it in a human toilet or a human toilet? Um, the, I guess. I guess the- <laughs> and it's making me think every time I 
now give my toilet something. I'm not getting anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Flushing money away. I am flushing it down down the toilet when I could be flushing it down a human <laughs> toilet's gullet. I think one of the things I find most interesting about this is the categorization of this. It's under TV, film, video, radio. So it's oh, a yeah. job. That's a good now, point. Now, it isn't explicitly said that they're going to... Re- <laughs> that they're going to be recording this, but I, they, I mean, they, I guess they have to be now. That's a clever way of saying, well, you should have like not mm. telling them, and then you turn up and there's a, you know, there's a whole setup. There's a steady cam. There's a best boy. There's a dop. <laughs> <laughs> and you go, well, you didn't say it anywhere. Well, we'll look at the category. Like maybe that's what it is. Because you're right. Maybe the maybe he wanted actors. Um, you know, oh, people who could convince right. You want a bit of improv. Oh, and be mean. You want a couple of UCB levels there because they really know how to r- run with yeah. run with your yeah. weakness. <laughs> find the game of the scene, which yeah. in this instance is definitely just shitting on someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shitting on someone. Yes, and P fight, maybe <laughs> shit. Do you think he wants to know? Because he says P fight, maybe shit. <laughs> Do you think he? <laughs> Classic do you, PMMS do you think he wants to be like Well let's roll the dice And see what comes out Or do you think you need to be like Here comes a shit <laughs> It's like playing pool You've got to, you've, you've got to call the, the hole you're going to sink yeah. You've got to call it's it like yeah. The hole you're going to sink Alright here's a fart Left eye Go <laughs> uh, what, it, what, do you, what do you guys think is the line For nothing overtly sexual Because yeah, see that. I mean, without clarity, there it feels like I mean, there's overtly, a lot of overtly's doing a lot of heavy lifting yeah, there. Exactly. I think. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, that's because in- this suggests that he's trying to say this isn't a fetish, right? Yeah, that's true. That this is a non. Which, which actually, once you take away the possibility of a fetish, and you know what? That's as we always say. They would. Uh, you do. Yeah. You do you. <laughs> that's whatever. But. Once you take away a fetish, I'm actually mystified as to why this is happening. (laughs) I've got a question. Here's my question from before. So say Uh you have accepted this job offer. You've realized there's there's not many gigs out there. Um, Hmm. Meaner you are, the better. What are some mean lines that you could say while while you are squatting over this human man toilet? Great question. Okay. What is meaner than taking a shit on someone? That's, I mean, if you've if you've already gone to the trouble of just taking a shit on someone, what are you? Are you meant to say to them like, "Hey, you're no good"? <laughs> because like in the world, yeah. in the world of this, that's what they want, right? So you need to kind of play the game inside their head. So it's like I'm taking. This is a the shit. worst human yeah. toilet I've ever I defecated have, in. And I've on. shat on a lot of Where people, is and the you. Flush? <laughs> Yeah, this toilet is disgusting. I want to speak to the manager about the state of this human toilet. I mean, how how far do you think you could take the human toilet analogy? I mean, are you supposed to get a little, the quite uh, coarse <laughs> bristle brush and sort of give them a scrub down afterwards? Yep. Uh, <laughs> do you reckon after you're done, you light a match? Or do you think that's... <laughs> I think, I think there's, a, there's a real flaw in this, which is a shame because, the you know, the economy is... The economy mm. is tanked, so this is the sort of job that you take. But the reason the economy is tanked is because you have to, everyone has to do social distancing, and I actually think oh. shitting directly on someone. Unless, probably, unless, you know, back in like the, the sort of cartoons from the 1950s or whatever, there's like that classic thing where someone is in a circus and they jump off a, a, a sort of a diving board into a little, like 30 meters below them. There's a there's a little sure. bucket. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a way. 
to, to oh. do that social distancing. So if you're on the top of a diving board and beneath you 30 meters down is just a person who wants to get shat on, I think you could actually yeah. socially distance and shit from a great height. I think you know? you'd want to be doing that in a vacuum though. Oh, like, sure. I think, Any wind I think, blows, it's all over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's going to go to someone who didn't pay for it. So, I mean... Uh, Michael do you have one (laughs) yes I do Uh, this one is actually kind of a a bit of a change of pace for us but it's within it's it's a free to good home adjacent Uh, this has been taken from the relationships uh, subreddit are you guys familiar with this yes yeah Yeah. it's a wonderful place yeah Um, this is this is sort of people just you know discussing their relationships and and whatnot on on, on Reddit and asking for advice so I'm just going to read you uh, a couple of highlighted segments from this uh (laughs) <laughs> my girlfriend expects me to play video games with the person she cheated on me with like nothing happened <laughs> hey everyone uh, is this my Wayne Brady <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend and I uh, just lived one of the worst moments in my life a month ago she cheated on me with a friend she met over the internet I refer to him as G.I.H. in this post she immediately told me and apologized and wanted to stay with me, and we were on for new adventures. Since then, we're slowly rebuilding our trust bond. I asked her not to contact him, talk to him, nothing, as it made me uncomfortable, except, of course, when she's playing on her RP Discord server. So that's her... I guess that's how they met or something. That's her role-playing. Sure. They must be into that. I don't know. Some sort of um, Dungeons & Dragons thing or something. I don't know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. This morning... Me, my girlfriend, and a friend wanted to play Smash Brothers. We played one or two games. <laughs> That's the funniest game. I was trying to think of what the funniest game was, and it's it's that. Yeah. That I mean, like, look, it would be better if it were Mario Party, but we can't have everything. Smash Brothers is pretty great. <laughs> There's a lot of sort of, I, I guess, because uh, Smash Brothers is a cartoon violence game. Yeah. Um, there would be some passive, undoubtedly some passive aggression would come out. You know what I sure, mean? Sure, sure. When, when you're playing with the uh, person. Yeah, at least you get yeah. to beat up G-A-H. Yes. Or, or actually alternatively get the shit kicked out of you. <laughs> 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 <Okay>. like Kirby. <laughs> okay, here's what happened. Uh, we played one or two games uh, when they told me they invited other people uh, from their server. I said, mm. okay, and then... Uh, G-I-H the guy oh G-I-H sorry yeah, app- apparently complained that he couldn't join the lobby I blo- because I'd blocked him on my switch <laughs> fair enough I didn't know he was trying to play with us until they deleted the lobby and my girlfriend told me when do you think he deleted he blocked him on the switch do you think it was like honey I have something to tell you <laughs> she tells him and then he's like, oh, that's unbelievable. And he's like, already got the switch out? Or do you think it was like <laughs> well, days so later? Like, username, I'm going to... Uh, <laughs> they started a new lobby and I just told her that it was meant to... Uh, but anyway, basically, I will skip forward a bit. Um, I, later, I told her I need some time alone. Uh, I called her on the phone. She told me I'd made a mess for nothing and thought I was, quote, better than this. Uh, and that she had, quote, overestimated me. I was dumbfounded. <laughs> I got angry. We had a fight, et cetera, et cetera. Um, she ended up hanging up telling me that I was an asshole for not talking to her and leaving her alone earlier. Okay, guys, I want to get a quick, uh, just a straw poll off the top of your head. I don't want to give you any time to think. Whose side are you on? Uh, oh, Alex Lee, ooh. go. Um, the, the poster's side. Oh, really? You, you don't think it's acceptable to play Smash Brothers, to be expected to play Smash Brothers with the person who cuckolded you? No. Great. I, I think that this post is completely reasonable. Michael Hing. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. Yeah, yeah, I, my initial thought was I was on the I was on the the girlfriend's side, but now having 
having thought about it for three seconds, I think I'm with Alex. Okay. What about you, Ben? Uh, yeah, I... Uh, <laughs> I think uh, you just need to set expectations, as always. And I think that uh, when they decided to patch things up, um, this probably should have been raised. If, um, <laughs> if the girlfriend was like, oh, I'd actually like to continue to game with this person, that should have mm. been raised. Uh, because you just can't... Maybe there's a world where that can be accommodated. Uh, I don't know. Mm. Mm. Mm, it would be a difficult thing to police. That would, <laughs> you know, if you said you're not allowed to game with this person, that would be hard if you don't live Well, together. no, because it's not even that, the, the, that she doesn't want her girlfriend to game with this person. It's that she doesn't want to have to game with this person. <laughs> it's even worse. So the, the, it's so reasonable. She's like, being so reasonable. It's like I don't want to go and, and play squash. You know, you're so right. You're not even person. saying. You're not even saying. I'd really like you to not see this person. You're saying I'd really like you not to force me to play video games with this person. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the poster side, and fuck, it is rare. It is so rare to be on the poster side in our relationships. <laughs> yeah, our relationships is 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 very often just a bunch of fucking psychos. So if you're listening, um, you don't need to game with this person. You really don't. You don't need to play Smash Brothers. I remember my grandfather, before he died, he told me, you don't need to play Super Smash Brothers with anybody you don't want to. <laughs> and and I, I, I think that's really beautiful and true. Yeah, what kind of smashing brotherhood is <laughs> well, it exactly. anyway? Exactly. That's, that's my final thought. Uh, I got one for you guys. Do you want it? Yes, please. All right. I'm reading this yeah. completely cold. Sometimes we um, sometimes we uh, read them in advance, and sometimes. <laughs> uh, okay, this is from uh, Hannah. Thank you so much, Hannah, Hall of Cowards uh, MVP Hannah, for sending this in. This is from the Melbourne uh, Craigslist. This is important. This is one of the. This is one of the. Um, this is one of the uh, ads where the location of where it's being posted is important. This is mm-hmm. Melbourne, Australia. Uh, two burial plots, $5,000. Now, I don't know if that's good or bad for burial plots, but that's not the point. The burial okay. plots are in Florida Memorial Gardens. <laughs> <laughs> and for the avoidance of doubt, it is 59505 US Highway number one, Rockledge, Florida. Right. Beautiful spot. <laughs> Beautiful. Look, it's a wonderful spot. What's going on? Okay, so someone in Melbourne is trying to sell two burial plots on the other side of the world. Yeah. Um, but they've because also posted it because it's the internet. You can post it anywhere you want. Yeah, you yeah can, but they've you... posted it in Melbourne. That's interesting. So this is specifically looking for, more, for Melburnians who don't want to be buried in Melbourne. And why fucking would you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But instead, be buried in sunny Florida. I'm just having a look at it now, and it says family estates. Look, like which where the spaces are, which makes me think that not only would you be in Florida, but you'd just be like in someone else's family. Oh, <laughs> like it'd be like here are the Smithtons, and also you. <laughs> It's like the ultimate, you know, being adopted by another family for Christmas dinner or something. Or it's the being ultimate, buried like in Florida. I don't, yeah, you know when you like, I've I've had both sides of this, where like when I was a kid, you like 
overstay at somebody's house. You know when mm. they're like, you know when you're like over for a play date and then you're like, can I stay for dinner? And then you immediately regret it because they're like, oh, we don't want fucking want this kid to stay for dinner. But then you have to sit through dinner <laughs> with this family and like it's awkward. That's what b- being dead would be like with in in that plot. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like imagine what's that? Um, you know, have you guys seen the movie Coco? No, no, I haven't seen Coco. Oh, it's a Pixar one where like um, it's based around the uh, Day of the Dead, yeah. where all the spirits rise. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't that be so awkward, like on the Day of the Dead in that memorial park in Florida where everyone's like, oh, good to see you, Joe. Hi, Mary. Who the fuck are you? And then you have to do that. You're like, g'day, guys. You'd have to pretend. You'd be like, I'm, 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 I'm Cousin Paul. Like, How the fuck did you get into our house? I'm Australian Cousin Paul. <laughs> so here's my theory. Uh, okay. Because it's... Because... This person is trying to find people from Melbourne to mm. then go to Florida. I reckon some rich billionaire in Florida has died, right? Mm. And has purchased a giant family estate, yeah, to for them yep. to be buried in. And I reckon they had like a great holiday to Melbourne, Australia one time or something. And uh-huh. they would like to be buried with something from Melbourne. And so <laughs> they've put it in their will that... <laughs> If, if, if such and such wants to get a part of the inheritance, they've got to find two people from Melbourne who are willing to be buried in Florida. That's, that's my theory. That's like... That is the... Why does your brain go there? That's good twisted billionaire theory, though. I like it. You're thinking like oh, a winner. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, how someone like, you know, will go and get sand from the place they propose exactly. to their wife. But in. bones. Like the ultimate that. Go and get some bodies from that city that we liked. <laughs> Remember that, you know, in 1976, like, we went to Melbourne and it was really nice. Get me some bones of people from there. I'd like that. <laughs> What's the... When you die, if you want to be buried... Just say, like... If Not going to happen. If, I was, if, if you're originally from, say, like, Italy, right? And you died in... But you grew up... But you lived then in Australia and you died in Australia, but you wanted to be buried in your ancestral home in Italy. It makes mm. sense that your family would then organise for, you know, for that to happen, right? Yeah. And so when you're going to customs, the customs people would be like, hey, why are you transporting this body? And they'd be like, oh, it's my grandfather. He wanted to be buried in Italy. Whatever. Hang on. Once you don't like, you don't carry on the body. Excuse me? Are you imagining them with like airport yeah. security with grandpa like slung <laughs> over your shoulder? Well, you, just, you, buy, you buy an extra seat, presumably. I mean, the body's a body, right? Um. <laughs> Pair of sunnies. <laughs> Did I um, tell you guys that we um we flew with Mo for the first time uh, about a month ago when people could fly? And um, by chance, I just put in that request to be upgraded to business like you always do just to see if it'll happen. And we did. Mm. Um, let me tell you something. We were flying to um to Cairns, so it was only like a two, two, two and a bit hour flight. Let me tell you about some p- people in business class. They do not pay for business class to hang out with a baby. I would say that is like actually that is actually part of the appeal of business class is that it's very unlikely that you would encounter a baby in business class. They were it's so angry. Funny to me that that to me is very very funny <laughs> that people who paid you know probably what like four thousand dollars for a flight to Cairns something insane. It would have been like a lot. That. Yeah. Yeah. Then just got ruined by that got ruined for them by a baby. That to me is really funny. I love. Yeah. That. 
Yeah, I came to enjoy it after a while. I was initially kind of mortified, and then I was like, hang on a second, fuck you. <laughs> and it was great. Anyway, um, I think Hing's billionaire theory is probably the leader here. What? Uh- well, I think, what about if it's some, I don't know, like it's a criminal thing, right? Like someone has, what if they were, they were planning. Oh, you think there's a body switch situation? A murder. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And they had to like they know the cops are going to check the these, these plots for bodies, and they're like, "I need some bodies." Right, the cops that would the, never. The yeah. cops won't recognize their right, DNA okay. or something. So what? I don't know. So this scenario, this scenario, presumably some sort of mafia boss or something, mm-hmm. some organized crime gang, yeah. um, is trying to fake the death of its patriarch or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, okay. This is good. And they're like, "Well, look, at this old man, you know the." Don Florida He can't sure. be, He can't he, 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 He's got too much heat on him We need to get rid of him uh-huh. We can't actually kill him So we'll just sure. fake his death Throw uh-huh. him off a barrel uh, uh-huh. Throw him off, off Niagara Falls in a barrel Like who did Yeah don't throw him off a barrel That's that's like a That's like a four foot drop max <laughs> uh, It's not gonna kill Don Florida Over the falls And then uh, get two bodies from Melbourne <laughs> The cops would never recognise <laughs> Because what they'll be like these are Melbourne bones, like. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like oh well, these people are wearing too fashionable a winter coat to be from Florida. <laughs> and are you saying that? Are you saying that the way that you? Sorry, there's a, there's a step. I mean, this is also fucking stupid. But there's a step here that's made it even. Why are we putting? I assume Don Florida's like eighty years old or whatever. Yes. Why are you putting an eighty-year-old man in a barrel and then, and then throwing him off Niagara Falls to fake his death? That's gonna kill him. <laughs> you just you don't actually do it. You just say you're going to do it. You make a big you public say, spectacle. Who do you say you're going to do have it? We not, have we not talked about this? On this is how I was going to fake my death if I ever did. What it. the fuck are you talking about? If you ever no, this is like everyone knows this. If you ever going to fake your death, what you do is. You call everyone together. You get a big event and you say, hey, okay. I'm going to jump off Niagara Falls in a barrel, right? <laughs> this is classic How do you get yourself in a barrel? Well, you have a production crew. Presumably there's like people Because people who used to do that. Okay, I get it. That was the thing that like Houdini did, I think. Yeah. Okay. And so everyone- oh, so you're saying you're, you're doing this as a, as a stunt. I'm a stunt man. This is my newest thing. Oh, well, just, or even, you know, the, the element of danger is what draws people in. So you probably downplay the stunt element. You probably say, you know, I'm an amateur. I've never thrown myself off anything. Yeah. And, and you, you have to really clarify, you have to clarify two things. It's not sexual and your penis will not be out. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be poking out through a little hole in the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> and then when everyone's gathered around you do some sort of switcheroo where you have a fake body in the barrel or i don't know exactly how it works yeah, i mean right? that's the that is the crucial load-bearing part of the whole scheme but <laughs> you, you do it somehow and then you ju- you know the barrel goes over and everyone goes oh well Hing was in the barrel of course he's dead you know you couldn't survive that he's 100 percent dead he's off he's barrel off the, the edge of Niagara. it's so you know Everyone reacts, you have a big funeral, whatever. And then I go and live in presumably Colorado or maybe Melbourne, Australia. Who knows? <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. the bodies in the graves of in, in my burial plots in the family estate in Florida, I mean, that's just two bodies I've got from Melbourne. Because here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. Two burial plots, $5,000. We think that people are trying to buy the burial plots. I think this person is actually... Trying to buy bodies The offer is If you can fill these two burial plots With bodies from Melbourne I'll give you five grand 
Well, that is. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, okay. Oh, that's so fucking stupid. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't. No one think about this for any longer than we are talking. Yeah, I, I really, I Thanks. really hope you've actually thought about it for less time than we've been talking about it. I think that's the best way to experience. <laughs> yeah this conversation <laughs> guys it's been a complete joy to see you to see your little faces on the screen oh, you're looking really, really nice. well mm-hmm. um oh yeah at the end of the show what we do is we uh, yeah. bring out anything we have to plug so is anyone doing any gigs coming up soon <laughs> <laughs> is anyone performing to any live audiences uh-huh uh, um, guys, I'm so sorry. I actually have to go. Um, there's a very loud um, alarm coming from my housemates. <laughs> I must have been talking yeah, too loud. Yeah, far too loud. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to have to <laughs> um, leave it there. We usually do plugs here, but obviously the world's ending, so we can't do live shows. Uh, but check out, we're going to be doing some more stuff on the Dragon Friends Twitch channel, and that could include even this very show. So mm. um, you go to uh, Twitch, search for the Dragon Friends, and, uh, and we'll be... Um, uh, uploading some stuff there and you can also catch us live when we work out exactly how to do that from our own homes. Yes, uh, but otherwise we'll definitely see you next week because as you all know, this is a weekly podcast. <laughs> Bye! 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 If you like pina coladas Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.